especially during the holidays, for whatever reason, Satan wants to attack my heart, my mind mm-hmm. during the holidays, um, even in a normal year, even mm-hmm. when there wasn't grief taking place. And so it really was and is getting up early and taking time. Welcome to the Couch Time Podcast, where we give you tools to connect with your kids and point them to Jesus. I'm Stephen Petrie, and I'm here with Aaron Barnett and my very own mother, Julia Wallingford Petrie. Woo! Woo! I wish we had a sound. (laughs) Guys, we just learned that we have buttons on this board. I knew he was going to talk about this. We will be able to program with sound effects, and that would have been... That's been a perfect opportunity. And to go, the sound Woo! is going to be, let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Um, Steven's standing up on the table. But, no, please. You know, if you've listened to a lot of the a lot of the episodes, you've heard me talk about my mom on several of them. And we thought this episode specifically could be an opportunity where my mom would have some really good insights. So if you hear me refer to her as Julia or as mom, that is probably how I will continue to for the rest it's of the same the, person. Uh, podcast, but you know, this week it's Christmas. Merry Christmas! We're three days away. I think crazy to believe from, from Christmas. The end of the year is here, and as we were trying to think through what what could be helpful to talk about while entering into you know an awesome holiday season, is the idea that for some people, this Christmas is not an awesome holiday hmm. season. Um, it's actually a very hard holiday season. Whether you've experienced um, a loss in the family recently whether there's a separation in the family recently, like I know people that are going through divorce, whether um, there's just this odd sense of distance between you and your kids. There's there's all sorts of things that can be affecting the amount of uh, grief that you're experiencing entering in holiday season. And I think times like Christmas can only just amplify the amount of hurt and pain you're going through as it's normally such Um, an awesome time with your family, and now someone's not there or someone's gone. Hmm. And we thought it could be cool to just kind of give parents some some practical help, some little pieces of advice for how you can both grieve properly in this time and also lead and love your kids and point them to Jesus while experiencing a new or just a continued sense of grief um, that may make the holiday season really hard. So Hmm. um, my mom... You know, I brought her on as, as she's gone through the grief share class at Grace called Surviving the Holidays. So, um, Mom, can you kind of just share briefly kind of what you've experienced, how it led you to taking that class, and then we'll get into some more questions to give advice to our parents. So thanks for thanks for being here this morning. I'm so excited to be we here, We are guys. glad that you're I'm here. really here. Um, so, yeah, I think, you, I think you hit it right away when you said that grief may not even affect you that first year. Um, Several years ago, we had a tragic loss in our family, and it didn't affect me that first Christmas. Hmm. But the next year around the holidays, it was really difficult. And I was thankful that our church is so good at equipping our families and did offer the Surviving the Holidays class, and it was excellent. Um, I think my biggest takeaway from that was it's important to have a plan. Hmm that we need to have a plan in place because our emotions are going to come 
even when you don't think they're going yeah. to come. Um, and I found that to be very true. Hmm. And while you still have the responsibilities of everyday life, of getting all the excitement and all the shopping and all the cooking and all of the decorating and everything together, um, you still need to take moments to process what yeah. you're going through. And I think that's okay. So for me, it was a moment of just needing to be reminded that I'm not alone, mm. that I wasn't the only one grieving, that my children were grieving, um, that my husband was grieving, that the extended family was grieving, and what was that going to look like? Um, I, I'm a big traditions girl. I love traditions. I have since I was a little girl, um, and I brought them into my marriage, and I brought them into child into raising my children, and sometimes some of those traditions that you have when that grief hits um you gotta let go of too. yeah because some of them are like oof can't do that one this year yeah oof i just can't and it's okay mm -hmm. i think it's okay to allow yourself grace um to share grace with yourself because jesus is inundating us with grace mm. Um, Satan wants you to think that you're all alone. Satan wants yeah. you to think you're the only yeah. one that's grieving, that yep. no one else is feeling what you're feeling, and that's a lie. Yeah. Um, scripture says that Jesus is close to those mm -hmm. that are brokenhearted. Yep. And when you pause and allow yourself to be in the quiet, um, to experience it, I think it's okay to feel. Yeah. Sometimes we think in grief, mm -hmm. and when there's busy holiday season, it's not okay to feel. It is okay to feel. That's important. Yeah, yeah and a lot of times I think that grief with emotions and teenagers especially but adults as well even myself it's easier to distract myself by staying busy mm -hmm. and not <laughs> allowing myself to go there which I think is really good um, mm -hmm. and having that plan in place you can go you set yourself up to be right. able to go there which is what enables you to grieve well mm -hmm. uh, and to be able to walk through it mm -hmm. uh, instead of making it last longer than than right. needs to right um that's really good i think journaling is important hmm. to uh, if you're a journaler i should say it was important yep. in my life not everybody yep. may be a journaler yeah. um but to get up in the quiet of the morning hmm. before everything starts to come alive and just to sit with jesus in your scripture hmm. um and I think it's okay to have new traditions. Begin something new. That's really hard, though. It is. That's but really hard. But I think hard. it's okay sometimes to, instead of holding on to what was create and looking new. back, create something new to yeah. look forward to, for your yeah. children to look forward to. I was going to say, what, what were some uh, pieces of the plan or creating a plan? How should you orchestrate a plan that would be helpful for f parents to be able to still experience the joy of all that is Christmas, as well as being able to deal with their grief and with their pain and give that to Christ. Um, what what were helpful pieces of the plan for you, and what could that look like for, for parents? Yeah, so some of the helpful um, aspects and plans that I put in place for myself was I did need to start something new. Mm. Um, and I think you guys kind of talked about it a few weeks ago at Thanksgiving. I began a journal at Thanksgiving for my entire family. Mm. Um, after my mother had passed away, I wanted us to have a moment of being thankful in all things. Mm. And that was the way that I could do that. I think the other way to have a plan in place is I think it's okay to just sit down and think about what are all of the expectations that are coming, because there's a lot yeah, during the holiday yeah. seasons, and pick one or two that are really important to you. 
This yeah. is the year you don't have to go to all the things. It's mm -hmm. okay. Um, but make a plan. Have someone that's going to be with you. Don't go alone. Mm. Um, and who's that safe person who can kind of run um, oh, run for you? I can't think of the words at the moment, guys. But that's right. um, when you're sitting there and you don't know how to answer yeah. the question and someone is going to come along and help. Who's yeah. your go-to that Thank you can reach you. out Who's to? Who's your ride or die? You're, <laughs> they offer you some stability. Yes. So when your emotions, when you're not sure, you call them, you reach out to them, you spend time with them. Yes. And they can go to the party with you yeah. or they can go to the festive event with you. Having somebody like that's really important. Mm -hmm. um, and just to be in your word, that was the biggest part, was just to meet Jesus every morning. Mm -hmm. What would be your advice to parents whose kids are grieving, whether that's the loss of a parent, um, a grandparent, and helping your kids kind of walk through that and being able to not overbear them, but point them to Christ in the midst of that that grief as they're entering like the holiday season? Like, what right. what would you how would how can parents help lead their family not just for themselves of what it looks like, but also as a, as a family unit? Mm -hmm. showing them that there is hope, there is Christ, there is peace. It's okay mm -hmm. to hurt. It's okay to be in pain. But Christ is near to the broken heart. Like, how do you do that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, by God's grace and kindness, my children were older when we began to do the grieving process. But I think it was that constant reminder of um, pointing them to Christ mm -hmm. and that there's joy, mm -hmm. that just because we're grieving doesn't mean we can't have joy and we can put a smile on our face yep. and we can, it's okay to be happy mm -hmm. um, and to be reminded that this is not our home, not to put our roots here. Yep. This is not meant to be where we yep. land. Left to ourselves though, we latch on to this life in this world. And that's why it's so important with our emotions to have what you said before about being in the word. It's like, if we don't have truth and we're not catching our thoughts, I mean, so there's just a mix of emotions that we don't know what to do with. You have to have something that's outside of that mm -hmm. swirling chaos. And it's like, that's what God's word does. Mm -hmm. That's also what enables the joy because mm -hmm. we can have something to look to that is not shifting and moving and changing right. and all over the place. So it's absolutely crucial mm -hmm. to have that, I think. Mm -hmm. If you don't, um, you're going to look to other things mm -hmm. that are, are going to leave you kind of wanting. Yeah, and that was a big thing with my two younger kids, um, just talking to them about writing out scripture. Mm. You know, Sarah was really latched onto that and would fill her mirror in her bathroom with just God's yeah, word. Yeah. Um, and I learned from Brian Fannin, like I even kept scripture in my pocket yeah. during that season so mm -hmm. that when I would feel those emotions, I had scripture ready. Yeah, the literal sword to, of the spirit. You mm -hmm. pull it out and you read it and it's... That's right. Yeah. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to make a big scene. And I would, I would say for parents listening, um, you know, resources, if you don't know your Bible, it's like where would I even start to, yeah. you know, go to if there's any type of um, struggle? Like where do I go in God's Word to find truth about what is happening right now? There's all kinds of resources that we've got um, in the Resource Center as well as on Amazon. I would encourage you to go find little books. There's a bunch of different kinds that are like God's promises for today mm -hmm. is one and they're topical yep. that list scripture about topics, about issues, about sin, about brokenness. Mm -hmm. You know, there's all kinds of resources. I would really encourage you to find something like that mm -hmm. to help point you to scripture. Yeah. But, and I think 
you know, ultimately we want we want parents to to see that yeah, you're not alone. That's why we offer yeah. these like different classes at Grace. Yeah. It's like there's there's other people that are hurting and we see you and we um, are praying for you and we're hurting with you and alongside you as much as we can. And to let us know, like if you have questions or need help or there's different things going on this season, like where you would go to in the yeah, world or what resources out. or advice that we may have. Um, there's people around, but what would you say, mom, also for parents who this, this is just another year, just like, just like the past. Um, there's not this sense of grief associated with it. It's another season. How do you, you know, make the most of those times as well and enjoy them and savor them now that you have the perspective of looking back and, it's not always going to be that way. How does how does that help uh, change how you experience the holidays currently? I think for me, it's again, it it is taking that time to be in God's word, especially during the holidays. For whatever reason, Satan wants to attack my heart, my mind mm-hmm. during the holidays, um, even in a normal year, even mm-hmm. when there wasn't grief taking place. And so it really was and is getting up early and taking time. Um, to be with him and to have a plan. I, I can't stress having a plan enough. And that plan just be means simply to rely on Christ, mm-hmm. to not buy into the lies, um, to be available for your kids, to be not to inundate every single moment of their life with activities, mm. yeah. but to create a space for just calm. Mm-hmm. Um to just have a, a soft place to land, which is kind of a saying I've said my whole adult life. Um, I found ourselves even this year just getting caught up in the hustle and bustle of everyday life. And so creating an, a, a weekly day where we were just going to be home hmm. and where we could just be yeah. still and have fun together yeah. as a family. Yeah, I think that's really big for for teens. Uh you know, sometimes they'll want to talk about stuff mm-hmm. and the busyness. It's like, oh, they're waiting for the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, make make the right time for them to be able to, mm-hmm. you know, create create that opportunity, whether you know there's something there to talk about or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really good. And we have time every, every year for the Advent. I loved yeah. doing that with our kids. I think mm-hmm. that created stability. They knew what to expect yeah, because day, when yeah. the world is shifting and changing yeah. so fast, and the holidays get you all swept away. I think it was helpful. Ryan and I felt like it was helpful to be able to point them back to Christ by pausing at the end of the day. Mm. Um, we didn't do it in the morning with the children, but at the end of the day and just yeah. have our little time of the Advent. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, you know, ultimately it's important to not get so caught up in all of the things that have to get done of all of the the busyness and the stresses, but to remember, like, what's the point? Like, what what are we celebrating? What are what are yeah, we doing all this for? It's we're having a celebration and a party that we would remember something greater. We remember what we're celebrating, what we're partying yeah. about, and ultimately, it's about Christ. Mm-hmm. And you know, whether that's Thanksgiving, it's about gratitude to God. Whether mm-hmm. that's Christmas, and it's about the the Savior um, who was born, or Easter when you know yeah. we celebrate His resurrection, and all of those things can get lost in the busyness and in the stress if we're not intentional to have peace and have calm and have rest and have remembrance and get to really thoroughly enjoy the community that the lord has put around you and your family and with one another and that's why it can be so hard in times of grief is when that seemingly gets broken yeah 
it can serve to be even more of a reminder of what we have in Christ. Mm -hmm. And while it can come and it can, you know, the enemy would love to use it to tear you down and to make you uh, even more just burdened and upset and hurt and shut off. Mm. You know, the spirit, I think, would use as an opportunity to be hurting, but to see your healer, to be um, discomforted, but to see your eternal comfort, to see, you know, pain, but know that it's temporary and there's there's an eternal um, destiny, eternal destination coming with mm. from life with Christ. And that's why I think having the plan and even before you get into a time of grief, having a plan of what you may do when that comes and how um, if you're in a time of grief, having a plan of, okay, how am I going to not let this destroy me? I'm going to let it be hard and be hurting, but also allow it as an opportunity to show my family the joy that I have in Christ. And I think that comes from, you know, remembering, like you said, that your kids may be hurting or maybe this grief is is not, you don't have any grief, it's your kids that are having grief yeah. from a lost friend or something like that. And I think just having opportunities to show your kid that you see the pain that they're experiencing, That's huge. that you love them, you care for them, you ask them what's been hard, and give people opportunities to speak or to remain quiet and and not be so busy that you yeah. don't see the bigger the bigger p- purpose of spending these times with mm-hmm. one another. And, and I, I think you're hard. right. I think you're right in the fact of being willing because sometimes teenagers don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they want you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just being okay in the silence, um, not letting the silence feel awkward. And that's that soft place to land as mm-hmm. far as it's okay. That's Either right. way. That's right. Yeah. That's it. Sorry. Means, no, you're fine. means sitting there watching a movie with them. Yeah. If that's their love language, you show up. Um, during times when we have been grieving, I remember distinctly, I think that's why community group is so important. Yeah. Um, because those are the people mm-hmm. that you're living in close proximity with. And... There was a young man from our community group that just showed up mm-hmm. in the midst of the darkest moment of our life, mm-hmm. and that was huge. Yeah, and just sat there. Yeah, just sat there and was quiet. Didn't come to solve all the problems. Mm-hmm. Didn't have all no. the answers. Was just there. Yeah, and I think that that's something to keep in mind too. Again, you may not be gr- like most of you probably are not grieving something mm-hmm. horrible this season. That's Some right. of you are, but there's people around you that are that that's are dealing right. with all sorts of hardship. And if you remember, like, oh wow, they lost that person. You know. 14 months ago yeah. or two years ago or a year ago or this year. Yeah. Like take that little moment to remember them, to yeah. seek out a way to show them that you see they're still hurting yeah. because all of us know, like even if something happened years ago, like we still feel it in times mm-hmm. of where those memories come back. And yeah. I think knowing that other people see what you're going through and what you're experiencing, even if you're not outwardly exposing it is a real uh, comfort and a reminder yeah. of God's grace. So look for people this season who are hurting, and be prayerful about what is little ways you can encourage them. How can you love them? Yeah. You know, I, I have a friend who's going through a hard time, and it doesn't have to be our constant topic of conversation, right. but it is a every once in a while topic of a conversation yeah. where mm-hmm. you bring it up mm-hmm. and you're just like, you let them know that you still see what they're going through. Yeah. And I think that is well-received and means a lot because it's going on in the back mm-hmm. of their head. Yeah. They just mm-hmm. want someone to acknowledge it. Yeah. So I think finding opportunities during the holiday season to acknowledge that pain that people are experiencing, to be a comfort, to do something small, to not have to have a two-hour conversation right. about it, yeah. but a one comment that's like, hey, yeah. man, I know this is probably a really hard time. Like, I love you. Mm-hmm. And then, like, let that be it. Right. Like, sometimes that's yeah. all people need to feel yeah. loved. Yeah. 
a story a story that's impactful to date as far as um, helps me know what to do is uh, I was in high school. Uh, I was pretty immature. Just I, I didn't know how to think um, about how to love people. I was very selfish. But a good friend in this circle, uh, his, her mom was diagnosed with cancer, and it was winter time, mm-hmm. and we would spend a lot of time together, and. I was avoiding them because I didn't mm. know, mm. like, what do That's I say? Mm-hmm. How do I talk about it? Like, what if it comes up? I don't, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to even process right. it myself. Right. And then w- another really close friend of mine was like, he kind of noticed. He was like, dude, just go give him a hug. That's like, right. you don't have to say anything. Like, just, right. it is what it is. And it hit me. It's like, I don't have to have all the answers. Mm-hmm. I can just give him a And it's like, I did. And it, I still, but internally, all of this stuff naturally, I was not purposefully thinking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, it just was like, what do I say? What do I not say? What do I, it's like, forget all of that. It was mm-hmm. somebody externally who came and encouraged me to go mm-hmm. love somebody whose parent was just diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. And yeah. I, that was very helpful and eye opening as yeah. far as, well, uh, how can I love somebody? I think one of the biggest lies, too, that will be fed in our mind is that if I bring it up, I'm going to make them sad. Yeah. Right. You like, so it's like, I don't want to bring it up because they look really happy right now. And if I yeah. bring it up, I'm going to make them sad. And it's like, no, like they are already hurting. And yeah. so, like internally, and you bringing it up is is yeah. a fine thing. And if they don't want to talk about it, they'll let you know like yeah. that they're yeah. okay. But like it is, I mean, I've had the same thing with either friends who have people in their life that have committed suicide or friends yeah. who recently have hurt. It's like, oh, I really don't want to say anything because they look really happy right now. And I, I don't want, like, but it's okay. Like it's good to acknowledge people's mm-hmm. hurt and mm-hmm. they're already thinking it they're just not always well, they, showing yeah. it so. they also want their loved ones remembered yeah yeah so it means something when someone comes up and says hey you know what i'm praying for you because i was thinking about yeah. such and such yeah. but i think to your point um i think it goes back to the busyness mm-hmm. if we are so caught up in the busyness and the hustle and bustle we don't have the margin in our life to mm-hmm. be able to go and show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's where the slowing down comes yeah. is so that we can be, like you said, looking. Mm-hmm. If you're too busy, you yeah. don't have time to look. Yeah. Right. So we need to slow down to be able to see people so that we're not looking at ourselves because that's pride. Mm-hmm. We need to be outwardly looking at our friends and our family who needs someone to just show up. And be available. Yeah. You can't be available if you're booked 24-7. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think I think that's a phenomenal probably way to even just wrap this up is, yeah, if, if you are grieving this holiday season, know that you're not alone. Know that ultimately mm-hmm. the Lord sees you, that Christ is with you, the Spirit is in you, and it's okay to grieve. It's okay to be hurting and create a plan of how this season you're going to be able to walk through this time and not let it cripple you, Mm -hmm. but also give yourself space to be hurt. And like, Mm -hmm. whether that's in the morning, waking up and allowing that to be a time where it's like, I'm going to spend time journaling or or if you do feel crippled, reach out to us, reach out. There's people who love you. It's like, you're not alone. So, and you know, find opportunities to let your kids know that you see them, that you care for them, that you know what they're going through and hurting and that you love them. And you want to, if they want to talk, you're there. And then if, if this is another, you know, just normal, awesome holiday season, you're just like, you're just all joyed up and ready for Christmas. Allow that to also, whenever you feel that sense of awesome, be, remember that there there's other people that be aren't yeah. feeling mm-hmm. that right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that should give you, yeah, gratitude towards Christ, but also 
okay, who can I go and encourage and find someone that, that you know is hurting to share something with, speak something to, hug, send something over, um, and let them know that you love and you care for them. Because that's what that's how we can express the love of Christ that's right. for us yeah. is to also be near to the brokenhearted mm-hmm. and to be near to those who are hurting and speak uh, words of encouragement and of love. So, um, Mom, you know, thank you for coming on the podcast this morning. She uh, came. She literally gave her a call and told her she needs to get in the car right now and come. She had no idea she's gonna be doing this. So, thank you for for your encouragement and for your words. Yeah, thanks for being available and for sharing. You know, your experience and parents, we love you. Have a Merry Christmas, and we will be back in the new year, and we'll see you later. Hey, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at The Couch Time Podcast. We'd love it if you would take a moment and leave us an honest five-star rating. Let us know what you thought about the podcast, and let us know if there's any topics you would like us to cover. You can comment below or email us at podcast at graceky.org.